today I have, as our last but not least, our wonderful guest of the show today, military-inspired, give it up one time for Smooth the General, Smooth G the General on the show. What up, what up, what up with it, fam? How you doing? Appreciate you having me. You got the voice. Were you really in the military? <laughs> nah, man. Everybody's been asking me that. Nah, I wasn't in the military, man. You, uh, your voice, I thought you was getting ready to start calling the cadence here for you. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> Smooth G, the general. Thank you so much for coming in, yes, man. Yes, sir. Thank, Thank you for, for sitting me. down with me. No Thank doubt. You. No doubt. You are... Uh, Incredibly, you were involved in an incredible amount of action a month or so ago. We'll get to that. We'll start <laughs> start simply and work our way to that. This is your water. Feel free. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate it, bro. There you go. Enjoy that while you're here. Uh, we don't want you to be thirsty while we're talking. Right, right. Um, let's talk. We'll start with the basics, and then we'll move into everything else. Uh, are you from Phoenix, or did you move here? Born and raised south side of Phoenix. There we go. Love, love to have it. Don't get it often, man. I deal with so many people from Detroit and the Midwest. Yeah. But it's good to deal with somebody that was born and raised here in That's Phoenix. That's right. Six oh two. What it do? Are you fed up with snowbirds? Yeah, bro. <laughs> and I mean the ones that move here and stay yeah. here, not the ones that come and go, because yeah, it's two different things. They move here, and they stay here, and then they complain about the heat here, and then you be like, well, go back to your igloo. Like, nobody actually come out here? You can't. I, I don't You know, I don't know people that move to the desert and complain about the heat. That's a little wild. But I have people in my neighborhood. I live right by the highway, Yeah, and I live... Uh, you know, right near an airport. And the people in my neighborhood complain about the airport and the highway, both which were firmly there when they moved there. You <laughs> right. know, but people complain. That's what people do, Smooth. Yeah, that's what they do. You don't seem like that kind of guy. Nah, man. I don't do too much complaining, bro. I mean, uh, I've, you know, growing up on the south side of Phoenix, I mean, you know, as a youngster, you know, you look for your big homies to give you handouts and yeah. you realize it ain't going to happen like that. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I had to get come to grips and realize... Bitching and crying ain't finna get me nowhere, you nah. know. So I have to, I have to get off my behind and make something happen. Stand up and be a man about minds, and don't look for nobody to help. Right, I feel that. I appreciate that. Um, what is it like? What is it like? Someone of your age, you're not that old. You don't seem that old to me. We don't need to get into your age. But what is it like uh, being born and raised in Phoenix and watching the incredible? growth uh, and expansion of everything as so many people move to phoenix now more than ever actually um growing up in the city of phoenix man like i've been watching you know my og's doing this stuff for years you know what i'm saying shout out to justice i mean you know he's not my og but he definitely is a pioneer here in the city sure that was doing stuff shout out to t-wax all these cats from way back in the day i watched the 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 entrepreneurism rise on every level from back when i was a kid watching it into now and now what we got going out here right now in Arizona is the most beautiful thing that we ever could think of. Like, I mean, if you think about it, like I was just telling my partner, Prince Sav, shout out to Prince Savage. I was talking to him the other day. I was like, bro, if you think about it, if Arizona had money behind them, yeah, we would be just like people we never heard of, but be on Love and Hip Hop. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. like I'd never yeah. heard of some of these people, but I'm like, they famous as hell. So, you know, we really would be that, that you know, that statue here. You know what I'm saying? Is if we just have the money behind it. So I'm I'm definitely proud of the city. You know, even those that come through and think that they're going to invade the city, like I'm proud of y'all too. Keep doing that because you give us a reason to keep going. So real talk, shout out to everybody doing their thing. Keep hustling. Is it unfortunate that um no matter where we all come from, whether we do positive or negative things, the city is going to take the blame yeah. for us. Yeah. 
As yeah. someone who lives here, I can see that being very irritating. Yeah, it that is. Someone might move here from Milwaukee and do some weird and start shit. a bunch yeah. of weird shit, claiming yeah. Phoenix, and next yeah. thing you know, people are looking at you a certain yeah. way. Yeah, it, it, right. it be like that. Um, you know, a lot of people they move out here. You know, from other, you know, out of bound places, whether they running from their city or whether they just don't want to be in their city no more. And they come out here and don't nobody know you. And and that's how the game goes. You know how yeah. it go when you you from your place like you. Ain't, I'm not going to get all the, the fan base and love I want from my city. I'm not going to do that until I touch somewhere else. So, you know, you can't go places and start trying to do stuff and cause an uproar for yourself and then. Holiday. Oh, I'm from here. This is my city. It's my city. You can't do that because that's how you try to take over shit and this shit happens. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I drove out here. My wife and child got to fly the plane. My brother and I drove everything when we moved out here. So I was four days straight across the country. Oh, okay. And even if you're even, you know, I moved out here because of my wife's job. But even if you're coming out here for understandable situations, you you do feel like like I feel like I should have robbed a bank or killed somebody before I left town because you get that frontier wild right. spirit yeah. of driving across the country mm-hmm. and being two thousand miles away right. from wherever you were at and, and, and everybody that yeah. knew you and you can you can luckily I liked myself so I just continued doing what I was doing right. as myself right right but I can see how it could be very easily to recreate yourself it, it definitely is see Arizona is definitely a self-made city you can make yourself in this city yeah it's very easy a lot it, of opportunities it's here. a lot of opportunities here but you gotta have respect with what you're trying to do I mean you can't come out here oh, I'm doing this I'm doing that I don't give a damn about this I can't do-. it don't work like that man you're gonna get yeah, you may get places as far as your clout. You feel me? No, no disrespect. Get it how you live, but at the same time, understand that's how you live in. Speak to um, some of the you know a lot of us new new people aren't as aware of the evolution and the local uh, independent legends mm-hmm. that have kind of built the framework that we're dealing with now in mm-hmm. Phoenix. Uh, whether it's someone like Willie North Pole or Buki or whoever, mm-hmm. get, speak to that. Speak to their influence on you as a true Phoenix um, resident and how that how that. Man I'm gonna give I'm gonna give somebody a shout out that like I, he probably gonna be surprised that I'm gonna do this because okay. me and him have had a difference in life. But shout out to Judge the Boss, real okay. talk. Okay, I know shout that out name. to him. Yeah, okay. Uh, we grew up in the same neighborhood, went to the same elementary school. You know, what I'm saying I've been knowing bro for years. But, like, that's somebody that I really look up to when it comes to doing this music thing. And the reason why it's like that, you know what I'm saying, for me is because being that youngster, I'm growing up and watching people, you know what I'm saying, getting this opportunity, you feel me, and having my disconnection in life. And I'm trying to figure out, like, how can I get into that crowd? How did I, How can I do this? And something that always stuck out, and this is something he actually told me, uh, I want to say last year sometime. He said, bro, you got to fuck with people that fuck with you. If the hood don't fuck with you, fuck them. Yeah. Be from where you're from, but you, you know, they yeah. taught me to move forward. Don't stay stagnant. Don't yeah. depend on somebody else's uh, hugs to make you feel endured. You know what I'm saying? Do right. what you have to do, to, no matter what. You know, my legendary OGs have taught me, no matter what, you're going to do what you got to do because life gonna go on. Yeah. So you gonna sit here and watch the bus pass you, or you gonna hurry up and try and figure out your voucher so you can get your ass on the bus? Yeah, that's great advice. That's great advice. Uh, and a lot of people, it's hard. It's hard for me sometimes. You know, I, I had a post yesterday about my hometown. They're not really checking the podcast as yeah. much as I would like. 
and or you know not yeah. much at all really and it, it does even but you know I, i'm very much trying to do what you're saying rock with the people who are rocking with me exactly so am I. it's hard not to get in your feelings sometimes when like you said yes. your hood mm-hmm. isn't really rocking with well you. see the thing is with me like i've i've experienced that all this year like i came out as an okay. artist this year i mean i've been in the game for a while like i've been a model i've been an actor i've been all this stuff so now i'm getting touching the rap game and doing stuff a little heavy in that I've, I have my own label. Shout out to Affiliate ENT Records. That's my own. You feel me? And and I tried to build a team. And I just put it on Facebook the other day. Like, you know, a lot of people come to me and say, oh, nigga, they ain't rocking with you. They ain't rocking. I don't look. I don't give a fuck, man. Look, I be successful. Right. I don't care. Right. I, you, I know I've done a song with you. I know I've done business with you. So I want you to be successful. I don't care about none of that. Yeah. Well, they say this about you. They say this about you. Okay, there's only one or two things that's going on. This is a big coward situation. And a lot of people have to look at that when people come to you about stuff that you used to mess with or thinking that you mess with. They're going to come at you and tell you this. People are going to talk stuff about you because they want to see the uproar in you. Ever since that issue that you're talking about that happened a month ago, everybody been trying to get an uproar. Mm. And I tell people straight up, look, man, don't call me with flu gays bullshit. Right. One or two things is happening at this particular moment with somebody telling me something. Either somebody don't want beef with the general and don't want to tell me they self or you lying. Mm. Period. Got you. So everybody has to stay in their lane and just move forward, bro. Don't don't worry about who's on your ship and who on your team because the whole point of having a ship is it's open it's an open ship for a reason. If you look at the structure of a ship, you look at the structure of a ship, it's open. It's a level of where you can jump off. There's always a level where you can jump off. Sure. Yeah. It's never holding you in, it's never closing you in. Yeah. When it's closing you in, then you can't go nowhere. Right. But guess what? People going to jump off your ship no matter what. Yeah. So guess what? Your ship don't stop. It actually becomes a lot lighter and a lot faster right. when people jump off. Right. So therefore, it's jump. Good, it's good advice. If they want to jump, let them jump. Let them jump. I don't believe in holding nobody. I don't want nobody, even when I bitch and complain about my hometown, mm-hmm. I don't want them to check out the pod because I'm bitching and complaining. Right. I want to do it out of genuine support. And exactly. I don't want to hold nobody that don't want to be anywhere. Period. So. I'm feeling what you're putting down. I'm, I'm picking it up. What um you you meant you you, you casually dropped that uh, you had been you started out as a model and an actor, mm-hmm. and as someone you know who has what they call rugged good looks, not necessarily model good looks. Absolutely. How did did you start at first as modeling or acting? Which one came started first? Started first as modeling. Okay, and let's let's talk to that because I have a very handsome stepson. Mm-hmm. I tried to get him into modeling. I mm-hmm. said, "Man, even if it's just in a catalog, it seems like it'd be easy money." But I may have been wrong. I have no knowledge. But he's a handsome man, so mm-hmm. I thought it'd be an easy job for him. Did you? How did you get into modeling, and did you enjoy it while you were doing it? I started modeling in high school. Um, okay, I've been one of those people that just take life by the reins. I don't wait for somebody to give me an opportunity. I take it. Um, a lot it's of the general good right, name. Yeah, okay. hut, you already know. So. <laughs> Me and my partners, as you know, shout out to Chi and them. You know what I'm saying? As we were coming up in high school, we made our own clothing lines. We did our own fashion shows. We did our own shows, our, our own parties, all of that stuff. We've always been our own. We're not going to let you just tell us when we can and cannot do something. So I got in modeling in high school with local brands such as our owns. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Then, you know, that's no matter what, tell them to just take pictures, bro. Your pictures are always going to get you seen. In the modeling game, the problem is in Arizona with the modeling game that I found, which made me deer away from it, was the fact of is don't nobody want to pay you. They just want to give you free stuff and free pictures. Right. You're not getting nowhere. Nobody focuses towards a particular uh, market, you know, and things like that. That's, you know, that's another reason why, I, you know, I've been working on my own productions so that way I can be able to put models out there and target certain genres. Yeah. Um, it's all about where you're going with your pictures, man. You can take you could take a Hallmark 
beautified picture with your with your lover and be kissy faced and make it a black and white one and put dandelions in the background. Sell that shit to Hallmark. Guess what? They're gonna call you for another picture. That's how it goes. It's just like how we do with music. It's just like how we do anything. The model game is a hustle no matter what. Mm-hmm. The only thing is you have to be, I've learned in this game, in modeling, acting, anything, your paperwork has to be there for them to sign, not for you to sign. Mm-hmm. Make it to where they can sign. Because when you go to and do a fashion show, okay, I'm doing this fashion show, no problem. Okay, so this is what this is what my contract states for me to model for your brand. Mm-hmm. Either you're going to give me this and this, or you're going to give me that and that. Make your demands. And that's something that I'm learning even in the music game. Make my That's why I haven't elevated the way I wanted to because I didn't know how to make my demands. Mm. I just figured I don't want to be that, that angry black dude that just, hey, where my money at? I don't want to be like that. Mm. But I had to understand there's a way to ask for your money. Right. And the thing is, you come with paperwork, they can't do nothing but either run from it or sign it. Right. And if they sign it, then it's on. And that's it, it. And it. I think that's great advice. I, I, I appreciate you said that, and I hope everybody listening tuned into that, is that um, – Change the mindset. That's it. Instead of accepting their demands, you make your demands. Because they already have the ability to accommodate your demands. Mm-hmm. See, they you got to look at this industry in the form of they finna do something for you. You ain't fin- you finna do a lot for them, and they they finna do something for you. But you have to tell them what you need them to do for you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like I was talking about getting a deal the other day. I talking to dude, and you know the thing is, the first thing I said, he was like, "So I said, yeah. So what are you gonna do for me? That's the bottom line to me. What are you doing for me?" Because I can do everything I've been doing. I can hustle my own shirts. I can hustle my own beer combs. I can hustle my own barbershop. I can hustle all that. What are you going to do to make it to where I don't have to hustle this hard? That's your job. That's your job as a labor. That's your job as an entity. That's your job as an outlet. That's your job. What? That's why I'm on here. Exposure. Yeah, I don't no have doubt. to work so hard right now. No doubt. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So these are the things that everybody has to understand when it comes to being in this game and what you're trying to do. It's all about demanding your bag, but demanding it in a certain way. Because a lot of people don't want to put the blood, sweat, and tears. They just want a bag. It's true. And most of the times, people make it look easy so we get confused. Yeah. But but everybody you see getting a bag is working hard. You know, it's like my wife. They gave her a good job. They gave her a bag. But but she's got to work hard. It's not. It's no. It's no easy. It's no easy road. It's no easy road. Mm -mm. And sometimes modeling, acting, rapping looks Mm -hmm. easy because that's all you see is the fun, easy part. The parties, the performances. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe even this, you might get a well, glimpse into the studio, but that, but that's all they put out. You, that's know, all they show you, you just get the good glimpses. You don't get the days when you're sick and don't feel like doing it, but right. you have to show up. You know, entertainment, you have yeah. to show up. There's yeah. no days off. I know? look at it like this: if Michael Jordan can do the final seven with the with the with the flu, with the flu, then I mean, what right. we, what, what's your what, what, what's your problem? Why can't you show up for thirty minutes right. or whatever? Yeah, I get it. I get it. Well, how did you, you know, and speak, I'm glad you're speaking to this because I, I, for one, don't need or want everybody to be a rapper. So I appreciate right. that your experience in other fields. Now, if you want to take that experience and bring it to rap, I don't mind. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not here to say who's right. the rap and who's not. Right. But I appreciate your experiences outside of rap. So I get why you got out of the modeling. How did that lead and transition into the acting? And what was your experience acting? Well, shout out to Delhi every day. Um, I did a music video. He asked me to be a model in his music video. He asked me to play a burglar. It was in his Halloween video uh, once about three, two, three, three to four years ago. I'm like sure that. that's still on YouTube. It should, go check that it out. It is. And make sure y'all go check that out. It's Halloween, man. Hot track, hot track. Shout out to Delhi every day. Delhi, great artist. Yes, absolutely. We we grew up together as well on the South Side, born and raised. Um, dealing with with that, that, that gave me that outlet of, he was like, I need a goon. I said, okay. He was like, I know you know what to do. I said, all right. So he put me in there and... Just I watched myself, and when I did it, 
It was like you run up, but you don't hit him with the gun, but you look like you hit him with the gun. Mm. And it was like, it was great. I was like, oh, I just knocked him out. I knocked him out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was something that, and I also write movies as well. So y'all wait on the table, Hustle Dirty Laundry, it's still being formed. Okay. But, uh, you know what I'm saying? That was something that transitioned me into it with music videos. And then it was like playing that role. I was like, I can actually do this. Then uh, a friend of mine, Caution Production, shout out to Caution for that. He reached out to me because he, he writes his scripts as well, which we'll be working on his next film. Um, coming out soon I'm not going to release the title Until he puts it out there But um, It was called Living with a Killer That I did of his It was his first film That he was trying to put out And um, It became a series for him So he broke it down Into episodes So I did I did that um, And then when I played that And then I also signed into uh, Shout out to Big Baby Tyrone He's a comedian here But he also was a manager of mine When I first got involved Okay And he got me An extra role in, uh, Into New World Order The Rise of the Dark Prince Okay Incredible um, So I was doing that I did a couple of extra roles In there uh, You know Just standing in the corner As a guard You know Walking around As one of those hostages You know Stuff like that But um, There's a skill to being an extra We can talk about that In a minute But Actual facts A lot of people think It's just dummy work or nah. you, There's a skill to being an extra You gotta yeah. pay attention You gotta be on time yep. And you gotta not Try to act too much Right Right. That's you you got to know your position. Nobody, you nobody wants the extra trying to make right. weird noises or get noticed exactly. in the film, right? right. Exactly. Okay, okay, and then, um, then Shaded Passions is a, a film that I also just recently done. Uh, shout out to Irwin, uh, to Iraq Daniels. You know what I'm saying? He reached out to. Uh, I worked with him on the set. Also with Doc. I cannot pronounce his last name. I'm so sorry. Uh, but, What's up, Doc? <laughs> what up, Doc? Like Appreciate you. Um, I, um, it was Jesse Murphy. He reached out to me. He got me the position. He called me one morning. Was like, "Look, we need an extra, bro. And we need somebody to play this role." Dude Flake, where you at? Because he was, you know, the corona stuff was happening. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I hit the scene. He picked me up. I went over there, and they gave me, you know, a very great cameo. Um, I That's played awesome. the, uh, the the movie is about the first, I believe it's an African-American uh, car racer, uh-huh. young lady. Okay. Um, and I play her younger father. Okay. And um, Wow. In the beginning of the film. So, yeah, you'll see Smooth G the General in there doing his thing. Being incredible. Incredible, man. But just listen, I just want to take an example. Earlier we were talking about um, entertainment. There's no days off. Even if you feel like sick. Right. You got to be ready to go. And there was that opportunity that uh, just happened to fall into your lap. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody contacted your people and said, hey, this guy's not going to show up. Can you come do it? Mm-hmm. You on the spot you went and did it yeah. and, and you found yourself with a decent role in a film absolutely whereas you know I can just hear some people not to name or make it personal to anybody but you know who you are yeah. I can just hear the excuses some people would say oh I gotta do this today I got my kid I got that I, and my then, kid and in then, the lobby and then sometimes <laughs> sometimes insecurity creeps in right right uh, uh, being a scared to succeed creeps in yeah. and people start making excuses yeah. well i really shouldn't go unless such and such happens or i really and all of that is just you can't killing your own dream well, am i correct you're absolutely correct a lot of us have to quit capping ourselves that's the problem we put caps on ourselves everybody run around no cap but you capping yourself though because you want to be that person you want to be that guy you want to do this you want to do that but you like you said they, oh i got my kid i can't now if you call me and say hey smooth we're going to the club tonight you're gonna be people there I don't care about them people. I got my kids. Right. I ain't going nowhere tonight. Right. Because there's so many things that can happen at the club. Right. Now, if you tell me like how we, you hit me talking about you going you gonna to be there on Saturday? A yes, job, sir. A job opportunity. A job opportunity. Right, right. So, therefore, I didn't say, oh, I got my kid and this and that. My kid in the lobby sitting down yeah. with a Spider-Man. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Right, so, right. these are the things that you don't let nothing hold you back because that's how you miss your opportunity. Then you become a shoulda, woulda, coulda. And then when you get to shoulda, woulda, coulda, I wish I did, I didn't do. You dig what I'm saying? It's a cycle. It all the way. It goes all the way around. You have to show your children 
not to limit yourself of your abilities. Because, oh, I got to go pick up Shorty over here. Well, Shorty can wait an extra 15, 20 minutes until you get done doing what you're doing. She, you can deal with the attitude. You go home, cater to her, and it'll be good in the morning. That's how you got to look at life. Mm-hmm. Everything's going to be all right. Now, if it's not detrimental to your health, your, your welfare, or anything of such nature, don't let it stop you. Mm-hmm. Get to your bag, man. Mm-hmm. Don't get what, What's that new song we just dropped? Don't get mad. Get a glad bag. Yeah. Get a, <laughs> get a bag that'll make you glad. That's, That's right. You know, uh, exactly. Do you uh, do you, uh, in Arizona? You've you've grown here. You've lived here the whole time. Part mm-hmm. that sounds fucked up. You've grown here. I'm, I'm getting ready to talk about cannabis. That's why I'm getting. To oh, that. Okay. Do you partake in the cannabis? Oh yeah, I'm a 420 Finley for sure. Okay, so you've you've pretty much in your life you've watched it become medical, then mm-hmm. go from now to medical to mm-hmm. rec and. Mm-hmm. Do you, uh, coming from the East Coast, I bought everything I ever bought off the street. It was never legal. So mm. how has that transition been for you? Like, you, you've you been involved in all the stages yeah. uh, where it was just street, all mm-hmm. uh, illegal, then medical was legal. Yeah. Do you have your card? No. No. Okay. <laughs> you, you never found the need to I, get a card? I, I, I feel good. like this with the whole, oh, get your card, get your card. My mom hawks me about it all the time. But I say this. They finna make it legal. It's now wreck. Spend two fifty, two seventy five for what? You're over twenty one. I'm thirty three years old. I'm okay. gonna sit up here and be, yeah, 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 yeah. oh, officer. Look, man, I said I've been. Let me tell you something. I used to smoke blunts at the bus. You stop still with can't the drive passing. high, whether you got your card or not. You still can't drive high, you right? Got, right. You still can't. Right. Yeah, right. So either way, go. If it's gonna be a DUI, let it be a DUI. I'm not gonna sit here and be stressing about. Oh, let me go spend this money so you don't argue with me about me smoking weed that's already legal. Yeah. And I don't. I still go to the hood to get my weed. I'm right. not spending forty five dollars a eighth. That's ninety dollars for two A's. That's a quad for ninety dollars. Yeah, you can get a whole half ounce for that. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, maybe we'll talk after the show. <laughs> Say no more. But yeah. Uh, well, after all the success you've had in entertainment, and you seem like you're a very together guy, very business minded. What in the world would want drive you to want to get involved in this rap foolishness, rap business? Why, what made you want to start becoming an artist? I've been. I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. I've been singing since I was five. Okay, there you go. So I've been. I've done the boys' choir. I've been to school choir. You know, occasionally choir rehearsals with my grandma. Rest in peace to my baby. You know what I'm saying? I've done all of that. Um, my dad. He. You know, my dad and my mom and my uncle were definitely big influences on me singing. I grew up off of Anita Baker, Chris Walker. You know what I'm saying? Um, what is that? Uh, Mr. Taylor. I went. I went off of everybody. Sam Cooke. Uh, Jackie Wilson, I was I'm Johnny a, Taylor. I think Johnny Taylor, yeah. yeah. Okay, go ahead. So yeah, I mean, I've I've been through all of that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? When it comes to the music game, um, it just I used to battle rap in high school. Okay. No, I will not do a battle. Just so you know, right? Um, me, me neither. I'm not just getting so involved you know. with that because yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Uh. Uh-uh. I ain't the one. So, <laughs> but me personally, I used to battle rap. And that was something that we did every Wednesday. You know what I'm saying? We kind of yeah. took after the uh, Freestyle Friday when 106 and Park was jumping. Okay, yeah. So yeah. we started doing that at school. And that's when we started filming it and stuff like that. So oh, okay. A lot of stuff that they're doing now, we've been did already. Mm-hmm. And that's why we just, I'm just sitting back like I'm happy. Everybody doing something good. Right. You know what I mean? But um, then the rapping, I've been rapping for years. It's just, I was dealing with hood people that, Oh, my baby mama took apart my computer. I know she was that smart. Um. Oh, I done pawned my, my computer, fam. Your mixtape right, is somewhere right. in cyberspace. You, you, weren't, you weren't really in control of your situation. Exactly. Right, so right. now that I've learned, like, I got to be in control of my stuff if I'm going to be out here. Um, and so now I've just been focusing on that and trying to build my label up with that because I feel that this game, no no disrespect to none of the new artists that do the, what do you call it, uh, the trap music or trap yeah, rap. yeah. Ah, look, I just feel that there's some music just needs to make sense. 
and we need to put some music out that you can understand. Right. Well, you you, you alluded to singing, and then uh-huh. you, you mentioned that you battle rap. So now I'm perplexed. Uh, do you have do you involve singing and rapping in your music? Or? Yes, I do. Okay. All right. That's y'all good. y'all y'all waiting on the album to drop at the end of the year. It's called the Ten Hut. Uh, it'll be coming out. At the end of the year, it'll Great be, um, it'll be a trio album. So y'all be ready for that. Okay. A trio album. Yeah. I mean, three? Yeah. Or, okay. All right. That's impressive. That yeah. takes a lot of work. Yeah. Um, and you, 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 you alluded to you had a great background as far as the soul music you came up listening to. Yeah. Uh, I would assume that would be parental. Uh, Shout out to Mom Dukes. Mom Dukes was yeah. influencing you with that. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Uh you're 33. Eh, your mom, Dukes, is probably relatively close to my age. What? How she older she, than you, bro. How does she feel about New Jack Swing? <laughs> New Jack Swing? Well, I'm glad you think that, but I'm much <laughs> older than my foolishness would appear. But go ahead. You know, go ahead. But, uh, how does she feel about New Jack Swing? Did you ever listen to any New Jack Swing? Any guy? Any? Uh, oh, of course we listen to You know, God. Keith Sweat, Bobby uh, Brown. Of course. Back I, there. Okay, I, no, okay. that, that era right there came from my Uncle Kenny. Okay, Uncle Kenny. Shout, Shout out to, to Uncle Kenny, man. Uncle Kenny. Uh, my Uncle Kenny Williams, he also... Uh, he does music as well. He does performances okay. at uh, it's a blue. It was the Soul Brothers uh, band. That's his band. Oh, awesome! Yeah, okay. so cool, he be cool. doing his stuff. So that's a very, very, very big uh, influence when it comes to me doing the vocal thing for sure. Great! I'm glad we mentioned him, Uncle Kenny. I'm yeah. sure. Is it? I, I, it always seems to me that it's got to be incredibly easier. When you have someone in your family that's in tune with the music business in some way, you mentioned yeah. he had a band. He had a band. Yeah, he has a band. He's so still, he still has a band. Yeah. So he's he's operated a band, which is not a. I've had friends that operate bands. Mm-hmm. So many personalities getting gigs. It, it's hard. It's yeah. not an easy thing to do to operate a no, band. So it's not. respect to Uncle Kenny. Indeed. Absolutely. Shout out and, to him. And uh, respect to him for passing that down to you. Yeah, uh, he brought me into the guy. The the my favorite song of all time. And if I ever by Shy. Uh, yeah, you know, he one. he's brought me into the Bobby Browns, all the stuff that you hear throughout the '90s and the late '80s. He gave that to me, 100. percent Shy had boys and men shook for a minute. Oh man, telling you, <laughs> we hit that. People we, don't remember that, but look, Shai, they yeah, they had boys and men shook for a minute. I'm yeah, trying yeah, to tell you, yeah, yeah. that was a deep. That was a deep time. Yeah, yeah. That's when yeah. R&B. You remember when R&B used to battle? Yeah. That's yeah. when that's when music was to me was like a real like oh wait the lovers are battling yeah oh it's yeah. deep <laughs> yeah 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 no doubt no doubt it's great times well um, well you know eventually we got to get back around so there was an event that happened a month ago uh-huh. uh, you were heavily involved and that yep. that event went all the way to the national news and made it to TMZ. Yes. How does it feel to be on the front page of, <laughs> I mean, excuse me, World Star? Uh, yeah, it was on World Star, not TMZ. not TMZ. Yeah, I misspoke. Yeah. To me, World Star, TMZ, they're kind of the same thing just for different markets of people. But right. anyway, sometimes the same. But on this one was World Star. Mm-hmm. How does it feel? I've never been on the front page of World Star Hip Hop TV. How does, how does it be, feel to be, uh, uh, again, famous, maybe for uh, <laughs> not, as, not as great of a role, but... Uh, it was an honorable role, man. You, you did come off like an extreme gentleman. And as a gentleman myself, I could appreciate right. when a woman is in distress like that, You were your your thoughts were very much on protecting her and helping her. And I'm, I'm sure going to be real. All, right. all women should be able to appreciate okay, that. So this is what, this, okay, for the ladies, let's make it very clear. Smooth will not save you. I'm not Captain <laughs> Save No One. Right. You're, no, but you're not Superman. This, okay, so this, a, is, this is, okay. it was a comical thing when I explained it, everybody laughs, but this is, how, this is how I felt about it. Okay, go ahead. We were in the middle of a battle. I'm trying to break up fights. Yeah. And one of the people that were fighting against my people, I was trying to stop them from fighting, and I seen a pair of pretty titties. 
That's what happened. That's what happened. And I And your first thought was so unselfish. It was. It was such a gentlemanly thought. You were so caring yes. and giving to the women of the world. Your first thought was not Ooh, look at them titties! Or if that was your first thought, that was, thought, but I didn't. Express it was it. you did you, well. You didn't. You didn't stand on it. You didn't. Right. It wasn't prolonged. You had a quick moment of ooh, look at them titties, and then the general kicked in. The gentleman, if you will, right, right, kicked in, and you said, "Put your titties up, man. Put, Put your, your titties, titties up, up, man. Put, Put your, your titties, titties up. up." Like you were really trying to be in charge. I was of the whole situation. I was. I wanted to break everything. Now, up. why? Wait, wait, let me ask you this, because I've been in the position of being the guy that tries to break up the fight. It's a hard position. It yes. rarely works out. Yes. But let me ask you this. Did, were you responsible? I know from the tape the fight started inside the club. Uh-huh. What part, you said you were with one of the people sides fighting. Was this, did this start as a man fight, end up as a woman fight? Did it start as a woman fight? And what, it seems like you came off as somehow... Like you felt you were responsible because you were trying to stop it all. What, I'm, I'm, what was your part in the fight other than trying to stop it like at the beginning? I, well, and how did it start for the with people the situation, who were With the situation, I was not the start of anything. Um, there was uh, apparently some cyber issues going on that, you between know. Between females. Team, t- between women. Okay. Uh, Just uh, checking. The other side ended up trying to get involved because I guess his lady got involved. I seen my my squad, which were women at the time, okay. with a man in their face. Okay, and I'm the general. It ain't gonna happen. Right. So I never just need in. for a man to fight women. No, never. Need. Um, and so you know, he and I have spoke. You know what I mean. Regardless of whatever his you know his feelings are after the phone call, whatever. I feel we got a good understanding of it. Um, but afterwards, that's where you know the fight became between him and I. Mm. Um, I have no disrespect towards him. This is, uh, and to be real frank for everyone, this will be the first and last time I'll speak about this. Okay, good. Um, but he and I never had it. We don't have an issue to where I need to pull up at your house or anything like that. It's all love. It was a situation. I'm from the hood. It was a hood situation, and we woke up the next morning. That's the blessing of it. Right. So, so it wasn't that big a deal at the end of the it day. It wasn't no big if deal to me. Everybody woke up. I didn't. I don't think anybody sustained sustained any serious injuries. Nah. Nah. Everybody the women, was the cool. women were fighting a bit, and they yeah. were, you know, we we all joked about it, and yeah. then, and then of course, as always, there was backlash for the people that wanted to joke about it, mm-hmm. and um, so I t- and and you, oh yeah, by the way, put your titty up, ma'am. T shirts coming soon. Please, we need that. We need to put you your getting one exclusive. Up, you already yeah, know. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. Extra large, thank you. Mm-hmm. But I'll ask you mm. now. I'm sure, as most people, you didn't go to the club. In, that night, no. you didn't go to the club thinking, ah, I better put on my Superman cape because I'm going to have to put some titties up and stop a fight tonight. Uh, you that, that That's never anybody's intention no. or to start a fight. No. You went to have a good time. Women mm-hmm. that had had words saw each other in real life. And, you know, when the Internet meets real life, a lot mm-hmm. of times we have problems. Right. And so there were problems. Uh, the problems obviously were pretty tough. In most cases, I would think the club security could handle a woman fight why did why did it seem like it got so out of hand i think it got out of hand and i'm just gonna be real not tooting my horn i think it got out of hand when they see me wrestling with the big guy and it was more of a tussle for him and that's when security all like oh wait a minute hold on let's get him too and then they had a little bit of a struggle with that so it was like Okay. It was more so of one. So security wasn't really interested in stopping anything. They nah. just kind of got it outside. They, they just kind of pushed it. They outside. were interested in stopping me, and um, I'm not going to drop names on this because I ain't no snitch. But uh, brother man and I from getting into it, 
um, because okay. they heard him and I exchanging words. Because okay. the girls was already getting into it. Right. I was ready to fight and defend the girls because I seen a man involved. Right. And so with Makes that, sense. when my hand went back to draw, that's when security jumped in. Okay. And then that's where everything got a little, you know, all fart news. Did security maybe let the women go a little too far? Maybe they didn't know how to handle a woman fight? Or they... I just, I mean, I'm going to be real. Not, I Sometimes feel... we enjoy a woman fight. I think that, that that's... Men. I think that was a piece of it, and I think they wasn't paying attention. Ah, okay. Keep it a buck. Because, I mean, when I did security, I also did security at clubs before um, in, on Mill Avenue. When you see, you could tell a fight. I mean, I don't know if you got to be from the hood to figure it out or not. I don't know. But, like, I could tell a fight. If, if you've you, been around fights. Yeah, if you've you been, tell if you been in, in a fight or you can, been around you the fights. You tell the flavor when it's coming You can tell around. what's going yeah, on yeah. because you could feel the beams from across the room. Yeah, yeah. So, I just yeah. felt that they wasn't paying attention. They ain't have enough crowd control. That's just my opinion. Okay. All right. Enough said. They got it outside. It spilled out on the street. Um, as someone who's unwittingly and, and not wanting to be involved in anything like that, but found mm-hmm. yourself in the middle of it. Now, mm-hmm. it goes all the way to World Star. Mm-hmm. And as usual, Phoenix, the city, uh, breaks up opinions over that. Mm-hmm. Um, some people were, of course, disgusted and demanded that it be taken down. Other people laughed at it and, and yeah. took it as a joke or good-hearted right. fun. Right. Um, how, what's your take on it? Do you feel like something like that? This is how I feel. Uh, yeah, as far as a positive negative for the for the look of the city. As a Phoenix resident your whole life. How, I, how you... I mean, I'm going to say this. It's not a bad look. It's not a bad look. I'm going to tell you why it's not. Half of them weren't even from the city. Period. So that's not a bad look. Number two, I also look at it like this. Scottsdale, we're still here. So... The way I look at it, because all the you know the racial stuff that's been said about Scottsdale and things oh, yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. Growing up in this city, I've experienced it myself. Sure, you know what I'm saying. I feel that when it come down to that, like with the whole everybody, oh my character or anything that people have any complaints about, you just came up if you just sit back and wait. Is that your son? Yeah. Does he have someone out there with him? Yeah, he good. Oh, is he? Because yeah. he can come in. Does he nah, want to come straight. in for the okay, nah, he's, he's welcome to come in. I love the kids. My nah, son's. Yeah. My man's is good. Okay, okay. But, I just want to uh, make sure he's good. Go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you. I just nah, make sure good. he's good. But nah, so the thing is to me is that I look at it like this. Like, okay, like you're saying, my face is on Worldstar right now. Yeah. Now, am I calling Worldstar like, where my check? Where my check? No, no I'm not. This no. is what I'm doing. I'm waiting to see what you guys do with it. And I will be coming for my check. Yeah, that's it. You pat what you do. You whoop. This is this is the game, y'all. We can't whoop ass the way we used to whooping ass. That's true. You can't sit here and be an op and call the police. You can't be an op and, and sue on bullshit. No. What you gotta do is you want to kick ass corporately. Be corporate about your shit. Okay, cool. All right, yeah. I'm gonna repost it. Now that I've reposted it, now that that's gone out the window, we reposted it. The detrimental character gone out the window. We we settled that right mm-hmm. now. That my ten thousand views plus your ten thousand views plus whoever else reposted it ten thousand views has just multiplied this into thirty thousand views. Okay, now we got thirty thousand views. I think was it a hundred thousand? So they start talking about a check. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we got six more times to do this. Flip, 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 flip. Guess what? Now next thing you know, I got me a check coming. It's called Market. My name is, like you said, my face is on there for Put Your Titties Up, man. Yeah. T-shirt's coming soon. That's how you get your money. Right. Market your shit. Yeah, it's a great deal. I All mean, publicity can be good publicity taken, if you know how to take it. <clears throat> of course. And that's the rule that everybody follows that we watch. And when people have these conversations about the drama being good or bad for the city, I just want to remind everybody that um, 
you know, kind people, artists like Kanye West, pretty much created controversy yeah. every time he has a project drop, and that's just a part of his rollout. Now, yeah. I always thought, I always thought it was because Kanye came from a good family. He didn't come from the hood. Right. He couldn't tell the struggle story like mm-hmm. other rappers can. Not honestly, if you will. Right. So. I think he looked to other ways to create his buzz, and that was by creating his own controversy, whether it was him against 50, going all the way back to the single where he was rapping with the jaw wired. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's always, you know, uh, it's always been a certain amount of controversy with him, and that's what he has used to market and promote his project. Now, I thought... I didn't know he was just doing the next wave. He was yeah. he was just showing people, uh, along with Lil Wayne, showing people about putting out so much material. Mm-hmm. Kanye was showing people this is how you market with mm-hmm. controversy. Yeah, and so now I just look around and you know Little Nas X, you know everything marketed oh, with controversy, everything marketed with spin. Right. I just don't think it's fair to the Arizona artist to say you can't do that at all. That's the way the whole system is working. I'm going to say it like you know. this. I wish you would tell the general you can't do it. Yeah, right. Well, it's everybody's opinions. No, I mean, I just yeah. feel that when you say that, when I say that, I mean, that's just, that's. I feel that that's speaking for a lot of people out here. Right. You can't, that's why I was going back to capping. You can't cap me. You can't tell me you can't do something. Obviously, if you've already modeled, and acted, done, you sung, can't tell me rap, like everybody like, tell me, I'll focus on one thing. Shh, I'll focus on what I want to focus on. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. Because. You, you, people make what is important for what they feel is important. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Everybody's going to tell you when you can't do something. Ever since you're a baby, they're going to yeah. tell you you can't do something. I feel that. So, therefore, yeah. how much more are you going to take of somebody telling you as a grown-ass man, you can't do I'm not incarcerated. I'm not on probation. Right. You know what I'm saying? I have custody. No, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, I don't have right. nobody telling me what I can and can't do. Everybody's not the general, though. I think you have a very strong focus in your what you want to focus on. I think you have a very good perspective, seem level-headed. You seem like you're in charge of your own life. Yes, sir. And you know where you want to go. Yes, sir. Uh, and you're responsible to your, the decisions that you make. Um, well, I don't think everybody is is that mature. Okay. Well, it's like this. I'm using my life, for example. I've been a barber since I was 12. I, started, I picked up clippers at 12. Okay. All right? I never stopped. I done messed up heads. From the age of twelve up to seventeen years old, you have to. If you cut hair, if you cut hair since that age, or learning, you're gonna mess right. up. Right, and so I taught myself. So when you go through that, I had my family tell me, "You're not gonna be as successful as you want to be if you don't, if you do this." Like I have good argumentative skills. My uncle, my uncle, my mom, you're supposed to be a lawyer. Why do you want to be a barber? Because I'm going to make sure you look good. For some reason, you bother me. You know what I'm saying? These are the things I look at. My gift is to give back to community by view. Okay? I look at my community. They have a hell of a stereotype for my, for my people in my community. Sure. So, therefore, my job is to clean you up. You go get a job. Create difference. Right. In your community, create difference for what you do. A barber can simply, with his skill, do so much Everything. For, for people. Um, yes, because we all look completely different when we walk in shaggy and we walk out with a good cut. Um, and um, if I may, Kurt, yeah. if you repost this right now, leave a comment, share this, and heart this. I give you five off your cut or there half you off your cut. You heard that, and I'm gonna put it in the description. I'm gonna promote it. Uh, whoever, what'd you say, likes, comments, and shares, yep. repost, 
Uh, all of that, show proof of it in a screenshot or somewhere. Yeah, half off your and, cut. And Smooth G is going to give you That's half That's right. Off. Y'all come down to Smooth Style Swag Stop at 1415 West Indian School Road. Park in the back. Is it, um, why is it so, why is it so hard to fade white people's hair? It's not. I know it's not. You're a good barber. <laughs> when I was, uh, it, uh, uh, some people have very fine hair, which yeah. I think is harder to fade yeah. than coarse hair. Yeah, of course. Luckily, I'm somewhere in between, uh, I'm somewhere in between you and John Blaze right. and hair, uh, toughness. So I'm well, all right. A lot of times with hair, when you fade in the hair, like people with straighter hair, mm-hmm. a lot of times, your fade, you go directly up. See, a lot of people think you cut in. You go up. Right. Slide straight up. That's where you'll get up. your little hologram look. You slide right. straight up. Okay, that's good Instead advice. Of, I appreciate that. You know, people want to cut in, cut in, yeah. cut in. And then on top of that, take your bulk out before you do the fade. Shout out to my big brother for teaching me that. Take your who out? You got to take the bulk out of the hair before you do. You start your fade. Right. Because if you okay. don't take the bulk out, then you'll start cutting into your fade. Right. Okay. Man, this is great. Thank you. I cut my own hair. I've cut my own hair for... Okay. Yeah, I'll show off a little bit. It does, it's not fresh, but it does, you can see the fade. Okay, it doesn't I see look what so you did. Bad, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, pretty good. There. I'm an older man, the general, and I want to I want to salute you as a being a barber. When I was um, when I went, went to college, I went to college in North Carolina, mm-hmm. and so there was uh, the black barber shop mm-hmm. and and the white barber shop. It's wow. very segregated in the mm-hmm. town I went to college. Uh, and the white barbers, as far as a fade, all they knew how to cut was that the, 1960s that military, <laughs> that white man. Yeah, the, that's they take that fork. And, and to be honest, I don't. I never. I never tried to get a cut at the black barber shop. Uh, but at the black barber shops, I was familiar with where I grew up at. The black barbers there were older men. Mm. They didn't like fading white guys' hair. They right. literally. This is not a story. They literally told the white guys, "The white boys don't look good with a fade." They used to. They used to do like a little. Um, what I would call is a little edge-up fade. They would leave the bulk of the hair, maybe thin it out, but then they would just fade it like right around the edge fade. a little bit, like a little taper fade. Mm-hmm. That's all they would do for the white guys. Yeah. They never gave them the MC Search. No. Who is, if you you know, <laughs> for a white guy getting a, a hip-hop haircut, MC right. Search is the epitome. It, yes, he is. With the Absolutely. fade and with everything drawn yes. in the back. Design, all of that. He yep. has that good Jewish coarseness. <laughs> Now, my hair is good for a fade, but it's not so good for actually drawing things into. Right. It's not quite that good. He I mean, has that good Jewish afro. That's because your but, hair's thin, though. Like, but, you know, but you know the thing that you know the thing that kills me more than anything? What's that? Uh, one, of my, one of my white old guy friends back home, him and I both had high top fades because it was 1990. <laughs> and we had good hair. We could, yeah. make, we could cut it into a high top fade. Yeah. No hairspray or nothing. It, I got the good shit. It'll just, st- it'll just stand up there, you right, know. Right, right. And uh, if if you if you go and look at kid from kid and play, mm-hmm. and go and look at search on Vlad's videos, mm-hmm. and both them motherfuckers done lost damn near all they fade. All they the ain't way. got no hot top. All the way, none. Me and Charlie, me white boys from Glen Allen, Virginia, still got a better hot top fade <laughs> than MC Search and Kid from Kid and Play. So I'm proud of that. <laughs> I'm holding on to whatever y'all. I got. Yeah, uh, I think Kid done rubbed a little too much cocaine into yeah, his head. Yeah, he done, you know? yeah, he done put a little too much. He done in rubbed there. a little too much of that good stuff yeah. up in there. Uh, what's the worst story you got from being a barber? I Ooh, think there's a lot of good. Man. There's a lot of bad stories being a barber. What's the worst story? Oh man! Somebody ever threatened to fight you? <laughs> what, what, oh yeah, what? let's talk about it. Okay. All right. So look. <laughs> <laughs> so I was a. Uh, let's see. I want to say a couple years ago, I was running a shop right outside my old neighborhood where I grew up. And uh, and this cat, you know what I'm saying, I was making ends meet, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So this cat, he, he came in, he wanted to take, he wanted something, and I told him, like, you know, all right, bet. So he left. 
He was gone for like four hours. You know the rules, man. You come in, you get what you came to get and get the hell on. Don't okay. come back four hours later, you know, some right. suspect shit. Right, right, right. So he come back, I think about nightfall, he come back. And uh, I'm over at my partner house that's, uh, in the apartments next to the shop. So I'm over there cooling for a second. I guess he seen me go over there. So one thing you don't do, you don't knock on somebody's door you don't, you don't know. know. Looking for Looking, me. No, 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 no. Looking for me anyway. This guy was really confused. Yeah, even, was, I, even I know all these rules. Right. Yeah, he was confused as shit. So he goes, he knocks on the door, right? So when he knock on the door, I'm sitting here. I'm like, so the homie opened the door. He like, hey, the barber over here? He like, the fuck? I was like, my bad. I said, what's up? He's like, hey, man, I want to go ahead and make sure I can get that. I'm like... Man, you meet me at the shop. Man, get the fuck away from here. You even don't know wilder, this man house. Even crazier, right? Yeah, you don't right. say some shit. Like, you don't know what right, this man do right. for a living. So anyway, we go to the shop, right? We cooling. Now, we at the shop, and me and my partner, we walk to the shop. Dude ain't at the shop. So I immediately put my antennas up. Like, you know, what the fuck is this little weird dude? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, then yeah. a car pull up, right? He hop out the car all lit. So he hop out the car. Me and my partner look. And we're like, yo, where you been at? You know what I'm saying? I'm observing the car while I'm asking him. Mm-hmm. And I see it's just some regular dude. So I'm like, okay, where you been at? And he was like, hey, man, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get that. I'm like, okay, I don't know what you're talking about now. You've been, you, right. you're taking way too long. Right, right, right. So he was like, bro, is you going to give it to me or not? I said, first off, stop yelling at me. Yeah. Stop yelling. I'm, I'm, you don't know where you are. I'm not that person. You yeah. do not yell at me. Yeah. I said, look, I, I can deal with you at another time. So he kept yelling. So his partner was telling his partner was telling him like, hey, chill out. He's like, am I yelling at this nigga? He was like, you are. <laughs> he was like, you are loud. Like, calm down. He's telling you okay, you're loud. Right, right, right. So I go when to your the, own friends are agreeing with the ops. Right. Maybe, maybe it's time to settle down. Period. It's ahead, like maybe you just chill. Yeah, yeah. So we go to the shop, right? So I'm like, man, I shake my homie. I was like, bro, go ahead and go back. He's like, you want me to go with you? Because he's my Haitian partner. I said, nah, you're crazy. I need to go home. I got this. I'm just gonna close up the shop and dip. So I go in the shop. My boy going home. I call my little bro because my little bro was going to pull up. He was going to smoke one. And so while my brother on his way, dude come in the shop, shirt off. Now, you get your shirt. Where I'm from, you can take your shirt off, partner. That's a whole nother conversation. So he come in with his shirt off, right? So I'm like, he come in. You got it or what? I said, Nick, look, Nick, get the hell out of my damn shop. He's like, no, nah, I don't give a fuck. Nigga, you got it or what? Give it to me. I'm like. So I started unzipping my little barber vest like, nigga, I done told you uh, to get your ass out of my shop. Yeah, so he yeah. kept talking. So then I said, bro, I swear to God, get out of my shop or I'm going to have to hurt you. Here he goes out. He pushes the door. And the door somewhat cracks the way he pushes it. So I'm like, now I got to explain to the owner of the shop what's up with the door. So I'm automatically, I snap. So I go outside like, hey, we got a problem. So he runs up. And it's not and it made so bad. It's not even about a haircut. Right, that's this. I was getting ready to say this whole story, no that's haircut the, involved at all. But I go mean, ahead, that's good. It happened at the barbershop. That, that's the key point yeah, yeah. because I've never had to fight somebody behind a haircut. Like, right, I've never. Ex- and this this whole scenario says it wasn't you, it was him. It but was go, him yeah, the whole yeah, way through. Yeah, 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 the whole so way through. He comes out, and so we outside in the, in the front of the barbershop, on the, and we start moving towards the side of the building. I'm trying to get him away from the camera because I'm going to knock him out. So we move away from the camera. His cousin, now I'm automatically locked in war mode. Automatically, I'm directed on you. Because you came to my place to to start some shit. So his cousin comes out the middle of nowhere. So I'm thinking, like, oh, it's going to be a two-on-one. So I turn and I square up with dude because he's the biggest one. For some reason, all my friends will tell you, Smooth will always go for the biggest one. He'll never fight nobody his size for some reason. Right. But but that's what I was taught. You take care of the big one, then you can handle the light work. Right, right. So anyway, so I square up with dude. And then, so, the little boy, he turned around, he started yelling. Talking about he want to fight. Nah, fuck that, this and that, you a bitch. I said, you got one more time, call me a bitch. You call me a bitch. So, anyway, I go to the car, pop the trunk on him. Uh-oh. 
Because I, 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 there's certain things you just don't do. Right. So I popped the trunk on him. So now I popped the trunk. And I ain't going to fight everybody. No. Out here. I'm not going to fight everybody. I'm going to shoot everybody and get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Take my ass home. Hell, I'm close up the shop. <laughs> but uh, so then after that, you feel me? So his cousin started begging me like, yo, bro, please, no. Do not kill him, bro. He's drunk. He's stupid, bro. Just beat him up. It bothered me that his cousin told me to beat him up. Not even trying to fight me because I got a gun drawn on him. He like, right, right. just beat him up. So Basically, his own cousin said, man, he really needs his ass with That's me. basically what you he do said. it because we can't. We're family. I can't do it. Right. So it. when I whooped his ass, <laughs> I whooped his ass, right? And then he goes, now we go in the shop. My brother done pulled up. He rolling up to calm me down and everything like that. We look outside the police outside. Mm-mm. This this individual goes and calls the police. He done caused all that trouble all day. And, and call the police after he gets his ass whooped. So the police come. Because you wouldn't sell him drugs. How do you explain that? Right. <laughs> I'm mad because he won't sell me drugs. Right, right. Like, he said he ain't got none. Well, you going to tell him that he's well, got Well, I don't know. Maybe he's not a drug dealer. I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> you feel me? But then that happened. They took the gun out the car and then put me in handcuffs because I wasn't supposed to have one. But I didn't go to jail. They gave it back to me because, you know, you got that. that it, sh- it shocked me. They gave it back to me. It was like, ain't no bodies on it, you're good. It's like some concealed, what is it, concealed weapons law or something like right. that? Was it really your gun? I mean, was it registered and everything? I ain't never had a registered gun. They just gave you the gun back. Because they, they asked me where I got it from. I told them I got it from my uncle. And they just gave you the gun back? They just put it back in my car. Wow. I don't know what that's about. I need somebody to send me some information on that. That shit's now, real see, scary. Just, let's just take a moment out. In life, you know, we <laughs> never know the true intentions of a man's heart. That's what the Bible never says. Never know. And the situations like this that I like to examine because there's a huge gray area here. Now, that cop that gave you your gun back, which was an unregistered gun. And it was a technically, technically an illegal gun. If it's not registered to somebody, um, they checked it to see if it had bodies on it and, it, and it, it didn't. So they gave it back to you. Now, one, you could say you didn't do anything wrong. The cops really didn't have a reason to to press any charges against you so they were doing the right thing and maybe the nice thing uh although technically pretty dangerous i mean give somebody a gun back i mean or you could say or if you wanted to say the other opinion would be um and i'm only using language to express this point of view right right that the pigs were leaving guns in the community to help black people kill each other ah ah Real Tupac-ish. I like that. There's two points of view. Those, yes. two, those to me are the two angles you would come at that. that that's know? very true. And you, But you dealt with the man. Yeah. I was, but see, the thing is, is that then the police take him somewhere. Okay. But this is the thing. He told the police I pulled the gun on him. So I'm like, you pulled my carbine out, the, out my trunk after he told you, and then you put it back. They really didn't believe him, obviously. Right, and then they ran my address because they could have pressed charge. According to what he said, I they could have straight took, to the. They could have took you in. I they could have pressed charge. I got violent charges from my past. You would have had to figure it out, right? From jail. Yeah, yeah. I get it. I so, understand. And then they, you, I understand how it usually works. Well, the thing this is, this isn't the usual. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Very strange. So very then strange. they sit here and they had they gave me the gun back, and then it was crazy because they read they ran my address, you know, because everybody put their mama address. Make sure you don't have a warrant or something. Right, right they ran that, but the thing is, they were like, "Oh, you're from over here." I said, yeah. And so then they call, you know, they do whatever checks they need to find out who I am or whatever. And it was like, oh, yeah, you from, and you, I'm like, yeah. So I'm like, why the fuck is you putting my gun back in my car? 
I'm, it was the most crazy shit in the wow, world. Wow, that's wild. It's the most crazy shit in the world. Well, salute to those gentlemen. At least they didn't lock you up. Hey, which thank I guess you. apparently they could have. Thank you very much. So I let's try to take the positive from it. As we're wrapping up, when first of all, I don't have any of your music. If I send you my email, can you send me some music absolutely. so I can play on the Wednesday show, Flowers? Absolutely, absolutely. And aside from that, what uh, what's up next? As you're now uh, an artist, a musical artist, singing and rapping, tell us what's next. Do we have a, any shows coming up? Do you have a, um, do you have a, any songs coming out? What's I next just dropped, uh, general? I just OG. did a song with uh, Lamar Murph. Uh, we just dropped Bring It Back video. It's on uh, it's on YouTube. It's okay. also on Facebook. Bring it as back well. with Lamar Murph. Yeah, and on then, YouTube right um, now. And then also, you know, um, if you recall, because you were at the Arizona Mixtape Awards show. Yes. When I performed Free yes. Game and yes. uh, Left Cheek Right Cheek, um, yes. I also dropped No Smoke after that. Um, no Smoke is out on all platforms. Left Cheek Right Cheek on all. Part platforms. of me that was before you got famous, and I didn't know yeah. you as well back then. <laughs> right. Now, but, <laughs> now you're you blowing up. I got to be affiliated. You everywhere, absolutely. Um, and um, and also you got a so the project is going to be dropping at the end of the year. I got like seven mixtapes I'm working on with different individual people. Um, then I'm working on my own private mixtape called the YouTube Killer because I'm going to okay. do like number YouTube beats and just kill them. Sounds great. So yeah, good idea. That's what I'm on. And also I have my podcast coming soon called The Chop. It will be okay. at my barbershop. Incredible. That's a great idea. I haven't seen other than Dame Dash's barber. I haven't seen anybody else any other oh, yeah. barber's podcast. I'm on the way. Let me ask you. So I've got one thing before we go. I, I think in a promotional mindset, and I've got one idea for you. I want to pass on. What's that? If you don't use it, that's fine. It's nothing I can use, and I don't really think it's suitable for anybody else. So mm. I don't mind telling you on okay. it. Okay. When you get the put your titties up, fam mm. shirts, mm. ma'am, fam, mm. whatever, ma'am, um, for, ma'am, ma'am for women, fam for guys. Okay. Oh, for the guys. There, there's these memes out there uh, lately where, for one, you could do it two ways. I think you know there's a very a lot of women out here. Um, they let the titties out, especially yes. when it gets hot. Yes. So I think you could make uh, a viral video uh, of you going up to pretty women with their titties out, telling them put them up, and offering them a put your titties up fam T-shirt to cover up. Now, if you want to make it extra funny, you could find attractive women out with their man, and not in a disrespectful way. But just say, uh, just, you know, go up to them and, and pardon yourself. And, I'm probably going to use that. And offer them the T-shirt yeah. in front of their man and get their man's reaction. And it, I think it'll be funny. There's, I'm probably going to walk up and say, you got some good titties, but put them up. There's, 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 people that do, <laughs> there's people that do jokes similar to these. I'm just building yeah, off what they're doing. You're right. But I think with you, you can have your own personal touch on that it. That would be dope. That would be dope. Yes, absolutely. Because all it takes is one or two of them to have a, a a big reaction, and then all of a sudden you might have a viral video. Absolutely. With the put your put your titties up, ma'am shirts. I'm going to do that. Okay. Thank well, you. that's a good idea. Thank you. Hey, it's been great talking to you, Smooth G. Already, man. This I appreciate you. This is definitely the winning talk of the day. I got clips. I'm gonna pull out of here first this okay. weekend. So you'll, you'll see some promotional clips drop the first of the week. Dope, dope, dope. And, of course, next week the whole video goes to YouTube. Eventually, as we make our way around, it'll get back around to Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Indeed. I want to thank yes. you a lot for coming in and sharing. Your man. stories are great and incredible. Sh- shout out You've to RTU. Shout out to Icon Radio. Okay. Shout out to you, my man. Thank you. That's respect. Thank you. Smooth G, the general. A right here. Hut. A tin hut is what he says every time I said it. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming in. We'll see you soon. That has All been right. the mission. But today, thanks for everybody tuning in. Don't forget, May 1st, Monarch Theater. It is a live and open show now. We are selling tickets. We're still booking acts. Talk to DJI, Ashley Hudson. Contact Era Harris on Facebook. 
Contact myself. I'll point you in the right direction. As always, you can talk to the CEO, Justice for Those, tickets and artist bookings. The show is live. Everybody's welcome. May 1st, Monarch Theater. Going to be a lot of great acts there. One lucky, one talented, one super performer will win a slot to a prize package over in Maui. They're going to do a a hip-hop festival, RTU hip-hop festival in Hawaii, in Maui. One talented artist from the May 1st show gets to fly all the way to Maui and perform for the Hawaiians and everybody affiliated with the show. It's going to be a great time. Thanks to B.A. Baller. Thanks to K.T. Gibson. And again, thanks to Smooth G, the general. This has been The Mission on RTU Worldwide Radio. Icon, home of quality, independent music. One. Disrespect the underground radio. Old Granddad, Big Butch the Lesbian, Walter Cronwright, Dan Rather, Smoke Weed, Dirty Harry, Lee X the Theater. That's me, you know. And every week, right here from the beautiful Icon Radio, Respect the Underground Worldwide Radio Studios, we bring you the mission. Now, our mission is to talk to artists and get to the root and to the seed and soil of their purpose, their mission. That's what our mission is. And that's what we do here every day. 